amigos. This is the Feed Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Ah, uh, that was the, apparently the remix. Calm, calm down. Calm down, Brad Evans. Good Lord. Oh, Something man, I'm getting, done. I'm getting stretched in a billion different places. And yes, indeed, place your bets, you jack wagons. This is the Fade Five podcast presented by Slava Speedo <laughs> Tequila. Because it is a hashtag tequila Thursday. And maybe we already had a half a bottle of Suave Cito this morning because well, I'm in downtown Detroit at the MGM Grand, which is popping because I'm winning tickets. Yeah, well, I'd be good for you for winning, but I'm just laughing. Anybody that's watching the video portion of the podcast, and we remind you that you can find us um, on YouTube. Uh, just search the Fade Five, or of course, you can keep listening on the podcast. We thank all of you, especially those of you that have been with us for a long time. By the way, Brad, you and I are creeping up on episode number 500 right now. Yeah, um, that we have done this. But if you're watching the video portion, uh, you know, Brad, you could at least take the time to make your bed. Like you're I in your hotel room. Look, that's oh, that's sloppy. That's sloppy. That'd get you. You'd, you'd get kicked out of the military for that kind of thing. That's a sloppy made bed right there, Brad. That's 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 ugly. That's bad. Yeah, it may not be my finest effort, but uh, at least half-assed <laughs> it. And uh, oh, I didn't even tuck it in the bottom. Okay, See? I will revamp. There the we go. Bed for later on, in case there are some of my colleagues that come to visit me in my hotel room here at the MGM Grand in Detroit. Here's what I can tell you, though. Uh, you're there. You're enjoying things in Detroit. Uh, I am in the fine Mile High City. Brad, I woke up. There I am making my cup of coffee, uh, my my fifth or sixth, as you know. I'm a caffeine addict, yeah. um, and I look out the window. Uh, and it it started snowing about ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to October in the Mile High City. Uh, in last year, remember, it didn't even snow until like late December. So yeah. this is kind of a a gift from Mother Nature uh, to get the ground coated in the white stuff. Uh, precip always on the mind there uh, in the Rocky Mountains, and what's always on the mind as well, the Rocky Mountains and all over the place is the pigskin and we got a hashtag tequila Thursday football matchup in which I won't need to swallow the worm or the scorpion uh, which you will not find the bottle of suavecito because it's actually good tequila but we got Baltimore we got Tampa Bay and we've seen some significant line movement Lundy over the last about 24 to 36 hours uh, you know, earlier in the week, Baltimore was favored by a point, point and a half. And we have seen some reverse line action as a result. Now the Buccaneers are laying two, two with tape time. And the total is now up uh, from an open of 45 or 45 and a half to 46 flat. Uh, we got the particulars from BetMGM this morning. Of course, the public is fading the living daylights out of you know Tom Brady and company out there. They're embarrassing, depanting by the Carolina Panthers last week. Uh, but are you following the public or are you fading them in this one? Again, Buccaneers lane two with a total of 46. Well, I'm certainly happy to take the points with Baltimore if you're willing uh, to give them to me. I'm calling Baltimore 26-23. Um, I, I think once again, we have the greatest kicker in NFL history. Um, anytime you got, uh, anytime you got a guy like Justin Tucker involved, I just, I have to get to like a three point game. I just think it's automatic, uh, just like he is, uh, that you wind up with these three point games when he's kicking field goals. So I'm going to go 26, 23. So I'm firmly on the over, uh, as you just talked about. And yeah, I am going to roll with the public because look, I get it. People are like, Oh, it's Tom Brady. He's going to fight back. 
folks, have you been watching the same TB12 that I have uh, through the first uh, seven weeks of the season? Because dude looks old. Okay, he just flat out looks old. Um, And remember, Brad, you and I dealt with it here in Denver Um, down the stretch with Peyton Manning. You started to look at him and go, "Okay, dude's getting old. Like it just happens. All right. Like, I don't care how many, you know, avocado and quinoa shakes you're having. Eventually, your body catches up to you, as they like to say, father time is undefeated. And I think right now, father time has got Tom Brady backed up against the ropes and is just repeatedly jabbing him in the face and in the gut. I just think he's starting to get to the point where you can't play this game anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, the offensive line is some no favors, and Mike Evans did him zero favors, dropping a wide-ass open touchdown reception against the Carolina Panthers last week. But, uh, you know, call me Joe Public uh, in a way. uh, I kind of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm actually – apparently I'm fading the public because the public is on the Ravens. So I'm going to do the opposite of them, but I am going to fade you, my friend, because I believe that Tom Brady's got a little left in the tank. He's going to show it tonight in a must-win situation at home. And again, I think Mike Evans is going to get right against uh, really what's been a leaky secondary of the Baltimore Ravens. So I will lay the two with the Bucks. I will take the over as well. I got a 27-20 to 20 Tampa in this one. So an easy cover and a barely and over as a result with that. And don't do me wrong, Tom Brady, like he did Giselle. Let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, New World Seeker on today's list. Uh, doot, doot, let's hop aboard the Gus bus. And I'm going to load in an anytime touchdown prop. And it's plus 155 right now at BetMGM. And I think this is extraordinary value because uh, Gus came in. Uh, to the lineup last week, and what did he do? Well, he logged uh, 16 carries, and he found the end zone not once, but twice. He is locked in, cemented to a goal line role for this franchise, even though he's uh, got to only register probably 35 to 40% of the snap share. He's got to surrender some touches to Kenny Drake and sporadically to Justice Hill. Uh, but again, uh, if they're not going to hit the door of scoring six, it's going to be ball the belly of Edwards. However, uh, you worry about the poach factor of one Lamar Jackson on the, those uh, designed RPO plays. Now, Tampa's given up only three rushing touchdowns to RBs this year, uh, but they have uh, exhibited some vulnerability defending the run, giving up just 4.40 uh, yards per carry to the running back position. So I think ultimately uh, there will be a goal line opportunity or three tonight for Gus Edwards, and he will convert, get an end zone spike, and we cash in at plus 155, or maybe we fade or follow on Gus Edwards with that anytime TD at BetMGM. I, I like this one a lot. Again, <clears throat> red zone guy, going to get the ball to the belly. What, they had, I think, last week 32 carries from running backs. Taking Lamar out for a second. 32 carries for running backs, and I think Gus had 16 of those. So, as you said, very firmly back in uh, that HOV lane driving the bus. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Take Gus. Anytime touchdown, this is solid odds here. I would have expected this to be a little bit closer to 120, 125, to be honest with you. Um, even with a with a Bucks defense, I, I, I get it, but I, I would have expected this number to be about 30 points lower. So, I think you're getting great value here. Rolling in the end zone, Gus Bus. Number four. 
All right, and we're a quattro. Let's go to the tight end position. And Cameron Braid is once again sidelined. Uh, as a result, I'm going to take the over on Cade Otten of the Buccaneers. 29 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Really anything under 30. If you're getting a 28 and a half is uh, extraordinary value in my mind. He played 80.3% of the snaps in week seven. Uh, was targeted five times. Caught four balls for 64 yards. I think it's going to be a similar output in consecutive weeks. He has been over this number with other limited snap shares, meaning Canberra Rate was on the field in three of his last four games. He's number 10 at the position in yards per target. And you look at the Ravens, they're giving up 5.3 receptions. 44.3 yards per game to the tight end position vertically. Five plus size targets have gone over this number against them this season. So uh, one of my favorite bets on the board tonight, Cade Otten over 29 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. Brad, where's the inflatable hammer? That's what I need right now. Oh, I I love this. I love this bet. I absolutely love this bet. And it's because of the snap share that you're talking about. No Cameron Brait, right? So you look at the games that have taken place or the, the games for him, for Otten, when when Brait has not been there and he's seeing 80, 90%. I mean, he's, he's out there on all the snaps. He's there. The opportunity is there. And this is a really low threshold. I love this bet. This is one of my favorites of the night. Um, Again, I'm just praying that we get a good Thursday night game. Uh, That's really what I want more than anything else. Um, But I think with that in mind, with Tom Brady trying to show everybody that he is not just a washed up old quarterback that's about to get divorced, um, that he's actually still got some skill set. With all of that in mind, I think he's looking and we know Tom Brady likes to throw the ball to the tight end. I know it's all about Gronk, but the proof is he just likes that position. He looks for it on the field. Otten's going to be the beneficiary of the fact that Brate's out. Don't fade on Cade. Number three. All right, let's work in one of Tom Brady's uh, favorite underneath weapons, and that is Leonard Fournette, and a guy that I never thought would uh, develop into the receiver that he has. But I'm going to take the over on 28 and a half receiving yards, best line in the biz right now at FanDuel at minus 113. Um, you look at Fournette. Uh, a guy that is seeing a sizable amount of routes run per game. In fact, exactly 24.3 per contest. He's averaging 4.9 receptions, 34.1 receiving yards per game. And uh, he's top five in the NFL in catch percentage at 87.2%. You know that uh, Tom Brady likes to do the old dink and dunk uh, early and often in a lot of games uh, to set up uh, those occasional long bomb opportunities that hopefully uh, Mike Evans will actually catch this time around. But I think Fournette against this Ravens front, it's given up 6.3 receptions, 43.9 receiving yards per game, and a handful of guys reaching 30 yards through the air of the running back position. Uh, I think you'll be able to be a featured component tonight in the overall vertical strategy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's going to do that with considerable success. So feed or follow, follow Leonard Fournette over 28 and a half receiving yards, minus 113 at FanDuel. Stop stealing my fun bets.
Just stop. <laughs> just get, it's just rude. You just keep t- taking my fun ones. Uh, by the way, I, I, I and and in in standard fashion, sometimes I look ahead at what we're doing on the pod, and sometimes I don't. Uh, and in this one, I haven't. So if I'm going to steal your thunder, I'm going to throw this out there real quick. Yeah. If you like this one for Fournette, I happen to like his rushing prop as well. Okay, but if you like this one for Fournette, um, if you shop around his rush plus receiving, Brad. At a, most of the books is at 84, 84 and a half. At FanDuel, it's 80 and a half. Ooh. It is a wow. four-yard difference. So if you think there's going to be all four net all the time, potentially tonight, uh, for Tampa, both out of the backfield catching the ball as well as just you know standard ball to the belly, that's a, that's a sizable variance that we're seeing between some of the books. So if you like that, if you like the rush, if you like the receiving, if you like the rush like I do, put those two together and take advantage of the fact that there's some value at FanDuel. As of tape time, there's a four-yard difference between uh, in his total yards props. So I just want to throw that out there as something you might be able to take advantage of. Yeah, not too bad. I lost Lundy there for a brief second, but uh, uh, I, I blame the hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, it's sure. a little bit sporadic, but I like Fournette as well on the over four and a half receptions, which you can find at plus money. The end of the story, just take the over on everything, Leonard Fournette. And That's with that, exactly right. this is the Fade Five podcast, and we are presented on a hashtag tequila Thursday by Suavecito Tequila. Uh, not familiar? Well, you should uh, definitely sip on the love juice tonight because in 2015, Forbes magazine. In the NYC, contacted 10 tequila experts around the country, one in Cali, Texas, Florida, and New York. So people would know their tequila and ask them a simple question. What is the best tasting tequila in the United States? One week later, on the Florida Forbes, bam, it was Suavecito Añejo. Uh, it tastes uh, splendid. It's got vanilla nodes to it. Ultra smooth. I drink it neat. Grab some love juice tonight and throw a betting fiesta on this hashtag tequila Thursday and get Suavecito at any Total Wine and more store or ask for it wherever you buy your liqueur. We consider it a favor. Gracias. Number two. All right, let's go to numero dos. And uh, I got a feeling Rashad Bateman's going to have a game. So I'm going to take the over on 47 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Pride of Minnesota there at minus 115 at BetMGM. Uh, actually, I've been waiting on pins and eels for an over on longest catch. Uh, if that yardage is somewhere in the mid-20s, uh, absolutely take the over because he is a long bomb machine. Uh, a guy that's caught five balls of 24 or more yards. He is number eight among all wide receivers in yards per route run and number three among all wide receivers in yards per reception at 19 flat. He has been over this 47 and a half number in three of five games. Now, don't worry about uh, his practice reports. He actually practiced in full yesterday after missing practice earlier this week. So he should be good to go. And he's going to get Zion McCullum in coverage because he got no Carlton Davis tonight. Uh, the outstanding DB for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got to be sidelined. But McCullum, uh, the opposite of Carlton Davis in terms of what he has done, giving up a 147.9 passer rating in week seven. So it's a great matchup. And a guy that Lamar Jackson uh, favors on some of those explosive pass plays. And I think he'll catch at least three balls. And one of them is going to be for at least 25 yards. So you're more than halfway there, Bon Jovi. 
fade or follow Rashad Bateman over that uh, on that over 47 and a half receiving yards minus 115 at BetMGM. Living on a prayer and living on a hotel Wi-Fi. Um, I will take the over <laughs> here on Bateman with the 47 and a half. I like your call on the longest uh, reception uh, for this as well. Look, this comes down to uh, on the field and, and the targets, because what's the average in this season? Something like 18 or 19 yards a catch, right? So you're talking 19 about flat. 19 flat. Okay, so we need three. We need three. Yep. That's yep. pretty simple. I can handle three. Three is the magic number, uh, as we all remember from Saturday mornings. Uh, so I'm going to say that he gets the three catches. I'd say he might even get up to four. I like your kind of gut feel here. Brad rolling with the TYG. Take the over uh, on the yards here. Again, I, I think we're finally going to I think we're going to continue this little bit of a streak where we're seeing some good primetime football. I think there's going to be scoring in this one. Um, you're on the over. I'm on the over. And if that's going to take place, we're going to see the ball get into Bateman's hands. Make some bank with Bateman. Number one. I numero uno, my cousin, Mike Evans. I'm taking the over on 67 and a half receiving yards. And we've seen this line creep up. It opened at most books at 66 and a half. Some books have it as high as 70 and a half. But I pulled this line at FanDuel at minus 113. Uh, and I would play this up to 69 and a half. Uh, I think he's going to easily eclipse 70 and i say easily like it's uh taken for granted but look uh evans has got to get right after uh you know defying tom brady's wishes and booming the box score with what would have been probably a 50 yarder uh touchdown reception against carolina it's it absolutely asinine that he dropped that there was nobody around him within 10 yards and uh, he showed some banana hands. But you look at Mike Evans, number 13 at total air yards, number 18 in dot. That stands for average depth of target. He's getting eight targets per game. He's been over this number in four or six matchups. Now, on paper, he's going to see a lot of Marlon Humphrey in coverage. He was one of the best DBs, if not the best DB, of this Baltimore Ravens secondary. He's only given up 7.8 yards per catch, but he's also allowed a 71% catch rate. Five guys have gone over this number against the Ravens. It happened primarily between weeks one through three. They played much better here of late, but still, Tom Brady is going to unleash down the field, and chances are he's going to go to his uh, premier field stretcher in Mike Evans, who, again, I believe is going to get over 70 yards. So, fade or follow my over on Evans, 67.5 receiving yards, minus 113 at Vandal. Take the value. I like it. He's getting to 70. So uh, I like the value at 67. You you said you'd play it up to a very nice 69 and a half. I'm okay with that one as well, but I think he gets to 70. Um, I mean, look, Tom Brady uh, might chew out his offensive linemen. He might completely destroy Microsoft Surface tablets, uh, but he's also not stupid. He knows who the best receiver he's got on the team is, and that's Evans. So he might be mad. He might be frustrated with what happened last week, but you got to have a memory of the goldfish. You got to shake the etch-a-sketch and start over. Tom Brady can do that, and he recognizes recognizes the talent that's out there. It's not like Gronk never dropped a pass. Tom kept throwing it to him. Same thing's going to happen with Mike Evans. All right, Evans going to get it done. Who else is going to get it done? Maybe uh, in the NHL, possibly in the NBA. We've got some college football on the slate. It's bonus time. <laughs> Luddy, what else you got for me on this hashtag tequila Thursday? Uh, in college football tonight on the late night, FS1, 10 o'clock Eastern time kickoff, by the way. The Utah Utes will be in Pullman. And I'm saying pull out all the points at the Palouse. I'm taking the over in that contest. It sits at 
at a flat 55 at BetMGM. Um, Washington State can score. Utah can score. In fact, if you look at their average output on offense and combine it together, it adds up to 65, a full 10 points higher than this. Um, so I think both of these teams get after it tonight. So give me the over on the 55 in that game. I'm staying away from the spread because you're looking at Utah, I think, at a minus seven or a seven and a half. And I don't like the idea of the hook coming into play there against the Cougs. So I'm focusing in on the total uh, on that one instead in terms of some college football for tonight. And oh, folks, if you're paying attention to the goal in the first 10, as I have uh, in the National Hockey League, I've got a two-legger for you tonight. Some of you have been hitting me up on Twitter that you've been cashing these. Congratulations. Keep doing it. I love hearing from people that do that. I've got a simple two-legger for you tonight. It's Vancouver and Seattle. Say yes to the goal in the first 10 in that contest, as well as the St. Louis Blues and the Nashville Predators. Say yes to that one as well. If you put those two together, you're sitting on a nice plus 167 payday did that one at DraftKings so uh, keep an eye out uh, for your opportunity to be able to win some cash there and then jump on the over at six and a half between Minnesota and Ottawa so that's just a single bet by itself not a gift um, but an over at the six and a half Brad, the Minnesota Wild have yet to score less than three goals in a contest this season. But most importantly, they can't stop anybody right now. In the last three games, Minnesota has allowed 20 goals. So forget what they're doing. All they're doing is allowing goals right now. And so a six and a half, yes, I know it's Ottawa. I know that's not, you know, one. it's not the Avalanche, right? It's not one of the best teams in the league. But holy crap, the Wild can't stop anybody right now. So hammer the over in that one at six and a half. I've seen it at minus 115 uh, at DraftKings, but I've seen the juice creeping up everywhere else. So jump on it as soon as you can, because my guess is that it's either going to get juiced way up or it's going to jump to seven by the time we get to puck drop. All right. I love it, man. Uh, all right. Let's uh, start off with the NBA. And I'm going to work in one player prop. I had a great night last night. Actually, very profitable for uh, for me. Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro. Make Folks, money. It just, it, Make he money. Is, he is a printing press right now. The algorithms have not caught up to the fact. Brad, I took his points plus rebounds last night at 25 and a half. Yep, he, so did he, I. he scored, what, 29? I mean, he did yep. it all. In, he did it all in points. And he the points a, here at the BetMGM, Lundy, were at 19 and a half at plus money on the over. And I took that as well. It's a, he had, I think his points plus rebounds at the end of the first quarter was already at 11. They have not caught up to his usage and the way that he's playing right now for the Magic. Folks, hammer his bets right now until they catch up. Sorry to steal your thunder. Go right ahead, my friend. Well, I got another rookie, the NBA. That's also a problem for the algorithms. They haven't caught up, and it's on Keegan Murray of the Sacramento Kings. And I've got uh, an OGP. Are you with me on this one? I got Murray 15-plus points and four-plus rebounds at plus 105. Put that together at Bed Jam. He's taking on the Grizz tonight. He has done this in his first two games against more, you know, pretty formidable competition in Golden State and the L.A. Clippers, and I think he's going to be able to do that against this Memphis team. Uh, he's averaging 35.5 minutes played per game, taking 12 shots per game. He's shooting 54.2% from the floor, 43.8% from three, uh, and Sacramento is an up-tempo team, the number four in pace. You look at Memphis, dead last right now, and adjusted defensive efficiency. So all you know adds up to Keegan Murray having another outstanding game 
tonight. Uh, in college football, give me NC State. I will lay the chalk there at minus 13 and a half. Yeah, they got a back quarterback in Chambers, uh, who is uh, more of a dual threat uh, than they had uh, before at quarterback. But this NC State uh, defense is top 25 in the nation and total yards per game allowed. And Virginia Tech simply cannot score. They're bottom 25 in total offense. Uh, so total yards per game. I think ultimately at home, NC State will win this thing by 14 plus. So lay the 13 and a half there. Uh, going back to the National Football League. If he plays tonight, he's very questionable because he didn't practice this week. I like Mark Andrews and Mike Evans to both score touchdowns tonight. If you parlay those two together at DraftKings, plus 475, Lundy. Yeah, get seduced by the Jews. Again, I think Evans is going to get right uh, with a touchdown uh, somewhere down the field. And you look at uh, Tampa Bay, they've got up three tight end touchdowns. And Andrews, again, if he is in the lineup, 13 red zone targets and five touchdowns this season. Um, you know, what m- energy can possibly muster tonight if he is in uniform, maybe inside the red zone. So hopefully he will be active and hopefully this very handsome paying ticket will ultimately cash. Uh, one more for you in the NFL on a same game parlay. Tom Brady, 275 plus pass yards. And I'm going to pa- uh, slap that together with Chris Godwin on 60 plus receiving yards. You get that a plus 115 at BetMGM, uh, Godwin's got a tremendous matchup on paper as uh, Williams, one of the worst slot DBs in the league, giving up a 144.1 passer rating and 78.3 catch percentage in those situations. Uh, Godwin, a guy is getting close to nine targets per game, probably going to catch six, seven balls tonight. He should race to 60. And then you look at uh, Brady. He's number one in air yards. Uh, number 13 in average at the target, however. Uh, number 24, which is really disappointing for him, in deep ball completion percentage. As I said, Mike Evans did him zero favors last week. But Baltimore is giving up 279.7 pass yards per game. So I think he's got over at least 280 tonight. And uh, 60 of that's got to go to Godwin. So you put those two together again, you're getting a plus money at BetMGM right now. Hey, guess what? We're out of freaking time, and hopefully my internet connection will carry us through the rest of this show. Uh, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And also, check out Lundy and his free picks on his free spreadsheet at Nate Lundy on Twitter. You can check me out with my free picks as well at Noisy Webos because you never put a pick behind a paywall. And as always, until next time, hopefully Wi-Fi's going to carry us through. Fade or follow, that is up to you.